0: Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being sponsored by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening.
1: Good evening. Each and every one, and God bless you. Uh, we would like to love just to have a wonderful time engaging in in the history, and uh, and I would just like to 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 submit to you this, to this day that we're coming up uh, this Saturday, which will be June 19th, and for African Americans, June 19th is a just it it's it's a day that we celebrate. It's a renowned day for us to celebrate. June nineteenth is a day not that the slaves were actually free, but they were known that they were known to be free in uh in Texas in, in Galveston. And so as African Americans we don't celebrate July the fourth because July the fourteenth was dealing with 1776. It called uh, the the independence of the United States. Uh, gained uh, America gained its independence because America was a colony, a a colony of Great Britain. The, the British and American War in around 17 to 76. They gained their and well, America gained its independence and was no longer uh, a colony a colony of. Uh, of Britain and became an independent country. After so many years, they it, it became independent. But during that 1776, African Americans or blacks were still uh, in servitude. Were still slaves. And earlier, the 1500s, when blacks first came into uh, New York and other places in earlier time, because. Uh, that's where they came in. Some of them came in first there in Florida, and they uh, mainly they weren't uh, just slaves at, at that point. But a lot of them were just, and it wasn't very many. A lot of them came over as indentured servants. Even in uh, one of them was in Florida, and he ended up, and in New York too, they mm-hmm. ended up on slaves on of their own. Also, we I would so. I want to bring you up to up to par on dealing with uh, this day that we celebrate on Juneteenth, and I think it if I would I would be remiss if I wouldn't explain to you a lot of things dealing with the Civil War and uh, American slavery, and I I'll go more in depth at a later date, but this time I'm trying to build up to come into America cuz there are so many events and historical things that occurred in Africa and other places before blacks ever arrived to the continent of the United States we're going to talk about the moors people and who had colonial colon- different colonies over in Spain and around Portuguese, they were they really conquered the, the Moors were conquerors, and many of the Moors were people who came to America long before the Spaniards or the French or the British had ever came to the Americas now I, I want us to understand that when uh, the slave most people say that the first slave ship arrived around with about nineteen slaves, and it came there in of what they call Prince Comfort Virginia which is near what they call Jamestown, and that was in 1619. But hundreds of years be over 100 and something years before, they had blacks in America. They already had the blacks that were indentured servants. Some of the Native, or who we call Native Americans today, who they call Indian, were a real dark-skinned people who could have came from Africa. Now, it's important that we understand that Throughout that time, the, the numbers grew of the people that were enslaved. See, because less a little over a hundred years after 1619, the people who had over a hundred thousand, the states that had over a hundred thousand slaves were Virginia. Virginia had 292,627 slaves. Now, S- South Carolina also had over a hundred thousand slaves in the 1790s. They had a hundred and seven thousand ninety four slaves, Maryland, right around D.C., Maryland, if I would be more, They had a hundred and three thousand thirty six, and North Carolina had a hundred thousand five hundred and twelve. Now I want you to understand, New York and other slaves that other states further up north, they did have slavery, and they did have slaves. We don't like to. Uh, Talk about it But they uh talk about Being up north Well they had slaves too And I want you to understand That even right here in America As slavery Came about And they, they, they really start Coming over on the slave ship They say it was 1619 But I want you to understand That Um so many came in, and how you know they were free and i I'm not saying that we're even free today I want uh don't get me mixed up saying that the situation that african Americans are in today is a form of freedom because i would i it would behoove me to say that I would be lying to you if I would say because there's systemic racism and that this minimum wage and the prison system is a form of slavery, and we, we're going to touch on that. But I, it's important that we understand that that in January that in January 1st now from 1619 until January the 1st, 1808, the U.S. had officially banned importation of slaves from Africa and the West Indies. And it was, you know, it was uh, banned in 1807. Now, I want you to understand now from 1619 to 1807, it was okay. And it's imperative that we understand that even with King James, your Bible, that uh, he had and Pope Nicholas the Sixth to sign a referendum for slavery. Okay, so those who thought, that, say that they were Christians, who were not, and I want to make it perfectly clear who were not Christians, who uh, even today some of them that claim or be Christians who watch the evil that goes on in America today, but yet never stand up and say anything about them. I'm talking about so many White vet- <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. There's so many white televangelists that 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 actually never speak out, and I'm not gonna just let so many black so-called millionaire. Va- <laughs> oh God, oh God, forgive me, excuse me. Oh sneezing. Uh, so many, and there are a lot of black uh, televangelists that's on television, making millions of dollars. But never talk about systemic racism, and it, it, it dates back to to uh, uh, blacks being enslaved. Now it's important that that we understand, like I said, that that really, in January first, eighteen o eight, the U.S. officially banned uh, importation of slaves. Now they've been coming since the sixteen hundreds. But the United States, certain place in the United States, they ban slaves, and it was banned even earlier in 1807. Now, it's important that we understand that the first slave ship that they have on record, I told you earlier, came with 19 Africans, and it landed in Prince Comfort, Virginia, Jamestown. Now, most of the Africans that they say that they came from, 26% of the African came from the West Central Africa, Congo, and Budo. And the other part came from Blight, Biafra. And there was the Igbo, Tikal, Pablo, Bubi with 24.4%. Sierra Leone, Mende, the Detina was 15.8 percent of the slaves came from there. Senegamba was the Mandinka, the Fula, and the Wolof. That was 14 percent of the slaves. The Windward Coast, the Mandé, and the Karoo was 5.2. And the and, and the bright Benai, which was the Yoruba, and the Eve and the Fon, and the Ewe they and in the, in the mayhai is 4.3 in the southeast africa makuta and and, and malagra now i want to just take time and when i did my um uh, my uh i did my ancestry i found out that i had from that I'd had some from around uh, angola congo too uh most of them was from around by, uh, by far, uh, Africa, which is around Nigeria, is, is Igbo. And also, I came with bright. If this is also a bright Benai, which is Urobo. And I, I tested with a lot of that in me with the Urobo. But anyway, uh, so now we know that slaves, first slave ship that came to America, is dated in 1619. I've already told you in the 1500s that they had many slaves already here. Now, after the president, after they banned slavery the United in the United States and uh, they abandoned them bringing importation or bringing slave ship, they continued to bring slave ships into America. Matter of fact, they had a uh, slave ship uh that came in right there in, 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 in Mobile after the Civil War and they had some living even in the thirties, nineteen thirties that were alive who came in on the last called the last slave ship. Now, with the Civil War, the Civil War began April the twelfth, eighteen sixty one. At four thirty A. M. the first shot was fired at Fort Spring Summer. And the war ended in 1865. Now, the the war really was the, the southern state that left was really about the southern state that left the Union. And the reason they left it was because they did not want to get rid of slaves. On April 12, 1861, the war really heated up. The war, and most times you're going to find they're going to use a lot of different stories and certain people don't like to deal with the fact that the civil war was about slavery so many uh people who write books and other things try to add things to it but i i, I don't understand why um caucasians or members of, of the caucasian race or good many not all try to cover up that 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 horrifying issue of slavery, and and you can't talk about today. No one wanted to, you to discuss slavery, but it's okay for those who call themselves Jews to talk about the Holocaust. But more people died during the the, the capture in Africa, the Middle Passage, and the shores of. The country of America and the other con- other islands and other and South America, North America and all the West Indies and all these islands, and so many of them died being transported over to the Americas now, so many people died and more died during that time than uh the holocaust, but for this reason, they asked us to to not we well you shouldn't want that's over with that happened years ago. Well, years ago was the Holocaust, and people will apologize for the Holocaust, but they don't want to apologize really for slavery. Some even will say it was a blessing for us. We should feel blessed to be in America to come by slavery, but I totally disagree with that. Uh, When you don't know who you are, you come to a country, you can't speak the language, the culture that you have, is that of a European of a Euro Eurocentric uh culture that we have. We do not have an African culture which I would love to know my culture. I would love to know, but I am American citizen. I don't know where to go or uh, who's my relative or uh, anything. I don't know the land, but I'm American. But I would love to know about who I really who 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 my parents and my grandparents and great Who are we really? That's a zero in our mind today. Now, the war was uh, really, it was about slavery. The union really seceded for the union because they didn't want slavery. But now it's written that it was three things that, that they were fighting for. They were fighting. The war was about slavery. The war was about state rights. And the war was about Western expansion. Now, two of them you could put right together. The war was about slavery. Now, it, it, it's it's important that we understand that it was about slavery because the income of the United States had grown with the invention of the cotton gin. I, I want you to understand this, and I, I want you to listen at me closely when I, I tell you this. See, everything is about money. See, the cotton trade had concluded financial transportation and marketing and was six percent less national cotton became the united states greatest export now the economy of cotton and sugar sugar indigo tobacco and other things that were grown by the seven, about seven seven million slaves was one of the highest ranking of uh of, what it, it earned more money. Sixty percent of the United States uh, gross income was coming from those products. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, the northern states try to uh, get around saying it because they say that they deal with textiles and other thing, things that, of that nature. But it's 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 important that we understand. If you uh, make textile, you need cotton. Even uh, the people in America were selling cotton to the, Europe, the people in Europe and, and Britain to the textile people so that they could do it. See, Southern Plantation, which grew cotton, sugar, and tobacco, all of these used African slave labor for capital, food production. And did not keep pace with, and, and you know, and it did not keep pace with the rapid expansion of urban population, industrial labor force of the Alabama, uh, antebellum um, decades. In other words, they was having to bring so many slaves over for to keep up with the expansion, 'cause they were selling. This is one of the greatest, uh, most uh, abundant thing that America had during that time. Was uh, was uh, selling cotton to the p- different places all over the then known world. Was selling, selling cotton and other things like sugar. And if you live where I grew up, don't get me wrong, I I, I didn't grow up seeing cotton fields or any uh, sugar cane fields where I grew up because I grew up in more or less like a s- city part or urban area, but If I went to see my grandmother and my father came off a sugar sugar cane plantation and further up the road, they would have a a highway, rather, they would have cotton growing everywhere. And so I, I learned about that from going visiting my grandparents. And I even had an opportunity and volunteered to pick cotton because I've seen others doing. You know, these large cotton plantations were based on slave labor, And, you see, it expanded in the richest land from the Carolinas uh, westward to Texas. Raw cotton was shipped to textile mills in Britain, France, England. All this was making money for the United States of America. Our whole income, not our whole income, but uh, so much of our income was predicated upon slavery. Uh, Because one thing about it, if you have seven. Million people working for free for over 200 and some years, maybe right at 300 and some years. You know how much that would equate to about 17 trillion, 19 trillion dollars. And, and and this is is what this is what really is owed to uh, African Americans in America today. If they were ever to give the reparation, we need to understand this and. We even had that uh, Thomas Jefferson, who we call one of the founding fathers. He had slaves, and he even made it like slaves were, were were like a, uh like we weren't really a human. We were uh, a, a less of a human, and in which it was which it was nothing but a lie. If anything, he may have been less of a human with his indecencies and his indiscrepancy with the the slave girl. There was no more than 14 that he impregnated, not once, but many times. Now, I want you to understand now, the Civil War starts. And I told you that the Civil War started uh, April the 12th, 1861, and the first shot that was fired was at 4.30 a.m., and it was fired at Fort Sumter. Now, the war started about a year after the southern states had left the union because they didn't want them uh they was talking to them about the slavery. But here it came the evil South talking about states right. We have our rights. Y'all we could have slaves and you just get on this okay for us to rape, lynch and burn and treat people like they're subhuman. But now the war ended in eighteen sixty okay. The war ended in the spring of 1865 when Robert E. Lee surrendered the last major uh, Confederate Army to General Ulysses S. Grant at Appomattox Cox Courthouse on April the 9th, 1865. The last battle was fought was at Pal Meadow Ranch in Texas in 18. 18- May the 13th. See, the battle was won by Lee that April, but the last battle that was fought was Palmetto Ranch. It was in Texas in May 13, 1865. But now listen at this. It was fought, but slavery was officially banned from them importing, bringing slaves in as early as the 1800s. So that's something that I want you to concentrate on. Now, the Emancipation Proclamation that really came out and was issued was the Union soldiers were winning the war. The Union soldiers were winning the war. So two years before the war ended, the Emancipation Proclamation was was really issued January first, 1863, and the U.S. approached its third year of the bloody war The Civil war Three years into it They knew the union was winning So they did a emancipation proclamation And the proclamation declared That all persons held enslaved Within the rebellious state Meaning the southern states Are and henceforth shall be free That's the way it read But now that was that that, that, that that Emancipation Proclamation Was written in 1863 But the slaves didn't know That they were free in Texas Louisiana, Alabama, they knew South Carolina, North Carolina Georgia, Florida, you name it They knew that they were free But now listen at this On June the 19th That's why we celebrate Juneteenth. Remember this The reason we celebrate Juneteenth Is now again The Mac- Emancipation Proclamation Was written January the 1st 1863 Three years Into the Civil War The Union troops knew they had won the war And so Other states had uh, Such as Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama Florida Georgia, Arkansas, you know Tennessee and other South Carolina. They had black slaves that were fighting on the Union side of the army. With over two hundred and fifty-seven thousand fought in the war. Now I want you to. I would not uh, listen to me if you will. On June the nineteenth, nineteen sixty-five. I mean, eighteen sixty-five. Now remember, Emancipation Proclamation was signed. January 1st, 1863, but on June 1865, which we call Juneteenth, was when 2,000 Union troops arrived in Galveston Bay, Texas. The Army announced that more than 250,000 enslaved black people in the state of Texas were freed by executive decree. This day came to be what we call today... Juneteenth. This decree came over two years after President Abraham Lincoln decreed the abolishment of slavery. January, again, January the 1st, 1885. The true abolition of slavery was achieved when the 13th Amendment was ratified. And later on that year, it was ratified in December the 6th, 1865. Now, I want you again to listen at what I'm saying. AP, it was ratified, but now that's your 13th Amendment. But don't you know that I, I find that, that for some reason that it's so hard to trust when our politicians and, and, and people who represent this country uh, go together and make laws, as we notice right now they're, they're dealing with the trying to do away with the Voting Rights Act. Why are you trying, because so many blacks are voting and people are getting elected to different offices, black vice president, and, and, and the Democrats are winning. So what we're going to do, we need to send it back. So now listen to what they've done. They they ratified the 13th Amendment now. Now, if you read the 13th Amendment, it abolished slavery, as I told you. it They decree the abolishment of slavery. But Now, that's 1863 with the Emancipation Proclamation, and then they did the 13th Amendment, which was ratified uh, in December uh, 6, 1865. But if you read that whole 13th Amendment, it said that a person could be put back in the servitude if they were convicted of a crime. Hey, Amen. Did you, did you get what I just heard, just read? Before then, Whites un- outnumber blacks In jail It wasn't until the 60s the, the turn of the 60s The late 50s and early 60s That blacks started outnumbering whites In jail Why? Because they started putting them back In the servitude You can be made A slave and work for anything Now it's important That we understand our children And grandchildren are going out And Getting in all sorts of trouble and committing crime, not knowing that they 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 end up being slaves. Well, Doctor Kim, what, what 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 you mean by being a slave? Well, a slave was given a place, a free place to stay. They couldn't go about where, where they pleased. They ate any junk that was given to them for food. They worked for free. Uh, I like to use this said they received three hots in a cot. Well, slaves sometimes didn't get that and then they could work you for free. Slave were working more than eight hours a day. That that came through when we're dealing with whites, but the eight hour work day. They were working from sun up to sundown, rain, shine, sleet of snow. They treated African Americans, Africa yeah, African American or black black. We were not human, that we could take any kind of abuse and punishment, and things like that. So it's important that we, that we deal with that. It's important that we understand the mistreatment that we endure. It's important that we talk to our children at this particular time to uh, let them know about what happened back then, that we won't be doomed to repeat it. It's, it's clear that we have to let our children know exactly what happened here with slavery. Now, I, I want us to understand that it's imperative that we tell our children so that they could stop committing crime and going back in the servitude and going to these prisons where they work them for free. Have them on the side of highway on long, like chain gang doing all sorts of things. And you just look at the population of the prison. Whites commit crime, and they commit crime, but they don't. So many of them don't have to do time because the judges. What we we have been saying about your judges, your lawyers, your doctors, your engineers, and all these people. So many of them are classmen of white supremacy. White supremacy is what runs uh this country and mainly the world and, and and it's important that that we get with that it's important that we understand exactly what's going on so we could teach our children and that we could come make it come around we could make it come around and and when i say come around we could st- start putting an end i see so many individuals don't stand up and I go to different meetings concerning on race. And a very few blacks attend the meeting. But it hurts my feelings so much when I hear people make the statement, I would come, but I'd have to tell those people off. And why it hurt my feelings is because that's why I go. Because I, you know, the the Bible teaches me that you should know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I know that I'm, a, I'm gonna suffer many things, but I'm gonna. But I am a person that will let you know. Yes, I will suffer, but I will let you know you're standing on my feet. And if you get close enough to me, I will push you off of my feet. I refuse to bow down to any man. I, the only person I will ever bow down to is God Almighty, and He's a spirit. And they that worship Him must worship Him and spirit and in truth. Amen. Now I the reason why I wanna talk about it because we're gonna be celebrating. And so many people go about celebrating Juneteenth. June nineteenth. Like and, and we, we and, and, and this is our this is uh our, the African American, we take this as our fourth of July. But now I want you to understand when we be talking about the Emancipation Proclamation Now,
2: uh,
1: it it really didn't happen on on that day, okay? Uh, The Emancipation Proclamation had happened uh, two years before Juneteenth. The the slaves were free, but over two years had passed before the slaves, like two years, maybe five months had passed before the slaves in Texas knew that that was the emancipation, that they were free. Other people were walking off plantation and the war had started. And so a lot of things came up. But the thing I I, I wish to, 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 to tell you today is that we are somebody. And oftentimes where I really go back to tell you different things and as we celebrate uh, Juneteenth this Saturday. Be proud of yourself, and I, I'm gonna give you some nuggets why you should be proud of yourself, and 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 and, and think, and not for this reason. We were raised in a, a a white society. We have been raised Eurocentric. In other words, the the customs and the mannerisms, the culture that we are in is a Caucasian or uh, a white, ca- white Caucasian society, what they do. And we find ourselves uh, imitating them. And, and what we do when we imitate them, we even down our own race. We see African dancing. We see them do things. We call them ugly. The ones that look good are the ones that look more like they are Caucasian. But the darker you are, I mean, you don't look good. If you don't have a nose like a Caucasian, then that's ugly. Uh, your hair may be shorter. Well, now all the young black ladies have hair down to their buttocks because it's low self-esteem. What you have is not good enough. And I'm not talking about anyone. If that's what you want, that's fine. You buy your hair. That's your hair. But what I'm saying is the things that we do, the things that we do, uh we, we, we associate on the things that we were raised in and those things come from Europe. It's Eurocentric. So uh all the things that we've been taught we would have been lied to that 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 Jesus is white, everything in the Bible teaches you now because it, it was, the the Bible was translated by some people in Europe and most of the people that do the books and every and the books and the media, they gonna they, they make gonna, they okay, okay. They make the Egyptian white, which the Egyptians never were white. They were African. They were black. But the way you see it, then they make possible. Well, first they make the
0: patriarch
1: Adam and Eve, first person to come into the world, who that it specifically tell you that the Garden of Eden was in. Africa and in Asia, Asia Minor. It specifically tell you the Guyon and the Pishon River, that's the Nile River. And it encompassed the land of uh, Havilah, which is Kush. That means it's Ethiopia. And then they say and it talks about going around encompassing Deja and that is called Somaliland, which is Somalia. That's Northeast Africa. That's Africa. You see the Somalis, the Somali people, you can look up and find out about the guy on the Payshaun River. Uh, nevertheless, Adam and Eve is is, is is Caucasian. Moses is Caucasian, but everybody called him an Egyptian, and Egyptian come from off the race of Ham, which means Ham was the progenitor of the dark race. Well, why is now Moses... Moses, it, it looked, they take Moses to be black. They take Joseph's brother thought he was an Egyptian. Moses met his Ethiopian wife. She said he was an Egyptian. Why would they hide Christ in Egypt? And all the people in that area, and I have so much proof, I could get down with it and, and, and show you all the proof you need to know. But that's... Uh, Carter G. Woodson talk about miseducation of the Negro. That's one book that, uh, if I was you, that I would get to read it. It's I used it when I was writing my uh, dissertation uh, for my uh, PhD. But it's a book that you should read, and I would, uh, I, I would admonish uh, us to do do some more research on this. But right now, I, I, I want to say why. And these are things that I'm going to say that they have been aware of these things, but they don't teach them to their kids. And the reason they don't teach it to their kids, but the kids will be acting just the way our kids act, wild and inferior. They already act wild, but they would act inferior if they know that they was not the original people. That that the African that original that life originated in Africa. Now most people know it. All you have to do is is study uh anthropology. Now, anthro is a Greek word that means man. It means man. And pology means the, it's the study of man, just like biology, you know, meaning the study of plants and animals. Okay. Uh, Where well, zoology is dealing with animals, okay. Uh, but anyway, if, when you go back and we start re- doing our research and as we start looking, I, I would admonish you to find out, build you a foundation, and help build your children in this foundation. Uh, ask them to look up what they call uh, astralopip- Australopithecus. Australopithecus. I'm talking about Lucy, the Australopithecus. And you'll find out that they found these fossils of a skeleton found in Ethiopia in 1974. And uh, when they found this, they said that this was uh, a thing, a process of evolution, but also because she was uh, a, a wholesome name. They gave her the name Lucy. Because of the Beatles had a record out uh, in 1974 that the record was called Lucy. So when they found this skeleton of a man, they found that uh, it, was a, it was a female. They found part of a fossil. And it was Don Johansson and Tom Gray. Uh, they were looking for rocks and some other things. And they looked upon it. Lucy... Would be date back to three point one eight million years ago. Now she's a hermit, uh, means short, very short black lady, and but she would go back into that's in the southern part of Ethiopia, three point one eight million years, and that's Australopithecus. Now, now I'm going to get to Zenzanthropus, That would be about two about 2 million to maybe 18 1.8 million years ago all these things are found in Africa not in Europe but in Africa now there are two uh, uh paleontologists and um uh, who found different uh, proconsul skulls and uh Louis Leakey and his wife Mary Douglas Leakey uh they uh found and made a discovery of the phrase fossil pro proconsul skull and now proconsul was during this time it's it's an ape that's that's extinct right now and uh so they used to believe that at this ape had some kind of and some kind of uh uh evolutionary thing with man but i i really don't believe in that but it, it, she discovered this robust, what they call Xanxanthropus, a skull in old deep gorge in Tanzania. That's around Kenya, you know, and that area around Tanzania. And that's in East Africa. That's why they say Xanxanthropus. Now, you want to find out where all these old fossils of humans are coming from. Uh, East Africa and several archaeological and anthropological uh fossils of our ancestors found there. They found different type of apes, you know, uh, fossils found there. And the humans, while excavating uh, in the old deep garden, they found different artifacts that say man was making tools over two something million years ago. So the apes don't make tools. Monkeys don't make those arrowheads that, other different things that they found So that, that that gets rid of that And so the first civilization And other things Were all in Africa Not in Europe Now you've been led to believe That you are a person Of no benefit or knowledge <clears throat> But I, I want to tell you That's not true Do you know that those Who went to get slaves? was selected what area that they would get you from. Those who wanted people to to go over to different rice belts, like on the East Coast and the Carolinas, and wanted people to go rice, they knew to go to around Ghana and other areas where blacks grew rice before whites ever grew rice, and that all they had to do was bring them here and show them what they wanted done, and they didn't have to do the work. I hear whites say, blacks are lazy. But why would you call blacks lazy now because they don't have to work for free for you? That's, that, that, that's something we need to really, really, really talk about is that they want to say that we are lazy because now you want to get paid. Before then, they didn't do the commentary work. They didn't do so many types of work they never did before. They didn't do the hard labor work. They did not build a white house. black carpenters built a white house uh a black uh, architect uh engineer laid out uh, the, the the washington d c so don't don't say that we were ever people that were were not knowledgeable. They had different areas where the people knew how to ride horse. they could fish they're the ones that grew up on the um west coast africa western coast of Africa. From fishing villages Knew how to swim and fish I had a recent conversation With this uh, Caucasian And the guy And he was telling me about uh, Blacks couldn't swim I said now That's only a myth Africa Is where the largest continent Other than uh, Russia uh, Africa You could say about China, America, uh, maybe close to India, and some others inside of Africa, about five large countries other than Russia. You consider it inside of Africa. It's that large. And so you know what the coastal area would be. They've been boating and fishing and crossing ocean for thousands of years, and I'm going to talk about them crossing ocean, but I'm going to go back. Now, this is something that I pray that you would take and take heed of this because your children need to know this, and I want you not to just to listen at what I say and go around and speak on it, but I want you to research what I say because uh i don't I don't believe in saying what another person say because that's how you get led by false prophets and false people with falsery so when you hear something, look it up. Find out is it true? Is it the truth? Find out about Emancipation Proclamation. Find out about Juneteenth. Find out where the slave, most the majority of slave, what parts of Africa they were bringing them in from. Find out those things. Okay, now this is very, very important. That if anyone, I'm, I'm what i I, I'm calling black, white, Asian, I don't care what ethnic group you call yourself, because there's only one race and one kind, that's mankind. But I don't care what ethnic group that you call yourself. You can trace your DNA in the maternal inheritance to mitochondria within ourselves. All humans have the theoretical common ancestor. I mean, we all come from one person. This woman, who we all came from, was known as mitochondria Eve. You know, we talk about Adam and Eve, but we all come from this woman, and you can look up a mitochondria Eve. She lived between 100 to 200,000 years ago in South Africa, not Europe, South Africa. She was not the first human, but every other female lineage, everything they had no female offspring and fell in the past on the mitochondria DNA. As a result, all humans today can trace their mitochondria DNA back to mitochondria Eve. Within Eve's DNA and one of her peers exists all the genetic variation we see in contemporary humans since the time of Eve. For the last 200,000 years, Everybody carries her DNA and she's an African woman. Different populations of human have drifted apart genetically forming distinct ethnic groups, you know, that we see today. But we all have that theoretical uh, maternal inheritance of mitochondria DNA from mitochondria Eve. We all carry her genes. Now, now. About 3.315 one five hundred years ago, about about 3,315 years ago, in essence about 315 years before Christ, a man died in South Africa. And when they found his skeletal remains and they did that with mitochondria Eve, they found out that he's the closest relative. Now, they found him in Africa now. Yet to the he's a coldly known relative, yet known to the humanity of common female ancestor, mitochondria Eve. They know that he was a fisherman and they know that he lived on the southern coast and he's the closest genetic match to Eve. He's African. Now the person that if you wanna look up about this information, at St. Helen Bay in South Africa, that's where they found that fossil. And uh, he was found by an archaeologist named Andrew Smith of the University of Cape Town. Now, he was the first ancestor human from sub-Saharan Africa in the cradle of humanity to have his DNA sequenced. He was the first one to go down and have it. Now, And it's important to understand, too. That where we come from, and 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 quit to allow uh, Hollywood to dictate your belief in who you are and who you are. We we allow Hollywood to the the infiltrate our mind and and project all these Caucasians on us to say that, you know, that that. So this is what we believe because the Caucasians have told us this is who we are, and it's time that that we read. They have it already written down. They know who you are. But the problem is and what become problematic with it is you don't know who you are. It's imperative that we understand that man left out of Africa started leaving out of Africa some 70,000 years ago. And as they left out of Africa, they migrated first to what we call Asia Minor, you know, over Saudi Arabia and all that area there, Iraq, Iran and different places like that, they migrated to those areas. And they lived there. And they did not go really. They the migration what they followed actually went up to uh went from Africa and they went up to uh Europe about forty thousand years. See, out of Africa seventy thousand years. After a uh, modern human established himself in Africa's small population, brassed out to establish foothold in Asia before they spread it uh east to Europe and reached west to america and Those are things that we need to to really really uh understand now it got something also I want you to look up. I want you to look up to Gregoire Mendel. He uh, is called the father of geneticists, father of genetics, and he's a botanist too. But I want you to look up what he did. He uh, did uh, about the inheritance and evolution and the passing of uh, discrete units of inheritance in our genes from parent to parent, meaning that which we pass down from the way we look and the way different things uh, who we are, we pass it down from our parents to our children. And those who have kids, I know that your child will favor you. You know, a whole lot of people have have sons and daughters that look like they, we, we have a saying in the African-American community, they spit you on the ground, boy. Look like you spit that boy out. In other words, that girl out there means that that child has so much resemblance to you. Now, Mendel found out that even with seeds and plants and other things, that, that the dark seeds were dominant seeds and the light seeds were recessive. Now, Mendel Law also found that brown, the dark, the black, and the brown skin is dominant. That light skin is a recessive gene. That brown eyes is dominant. Now, before I go any further, I want you to look up the word "dominant." Dominant means superior. But now they say light skin comes from a recessive gene. Recessive means a lower form of a gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive form of a gene. That means lower. Who have who is who don't have pigmentation in their skin, and who have uh, uh, blue eyes, and who have light color eyes. Caucasian, they they have recessive genes. Now I'm gonna break something down to you. I want you to listen at me very closely. You could get, you could you could take two dominants. You could put two dominant together. I mean, two black people with with, with dark skinned people with brown eyes. You could take two dark skin people with brown eyes with dominant genes and come up with a person. With recessive genes, meaning you could have a, a, a albino, you could have a person look white come out of your gene. But now you could take two white people with recessive genes, or people are whites have recessive genes. That's why they 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 have a depletion of melanin. They have recessive, but you could take two people with recessive genes and never come out with a black or brown skin baby. See, you could get. The the recessive from the dominant But you can't get the dominant from the recessive That's why whenever a child is born That child between uh, interracial uh, people Which is only one kind is mankind But this is theoretically what we do We call them by white and black But uh, that's why the kid is always black And that's why you you jump higher, you run faster. You the things that you get in and competing, usually you are a superior in certain endeavors uh, also. And it's just not in sports. Uh, you are led to believe that you just superior in sports, but when you see all these black kids making so high on the ACTs that and becoming scientists, that the young lady that 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 came up with the formula for But COVID-19, she wasn't a Caucasian, but she was a black lady, okay? Now, the person, when they wanted to go to the moon, it took some black women to come together and to figure out the formula and the trajectory to get man to the moon, how much fuel, and how to get them back. So you're no way dumb, but you've been told that you're dumb. Our children are killing one another because they've been lied to in school. They haven't been inspired because nobody that they learn about in the books that they teach from, they, every person is white. So the accomplishment that blacks have done, and and, and, and that's the sad part about it—the accomplishments that we've done. No, they don't teach them to them in school. They lied to you. I'm just going to jump and let me just I'm flipping scripts and jumping a little bit. It's time that we really uh, tell our children that and and things about who invented the air conditioning unit frederick m jones the almanac who who we, who who would plant our crops by tell about the changes of the moon the full moon the tide coming in and out benjamin banneker who did the automatic cutoff switch grandma t w- t woods The automatic gear shift, Richard Spikes. The blood plasma bag, Charles Drew. cell phone. Now, everybody have a cell phone, but none of you know that uh, uh, there was a black guy named Henry T. Sampson who did the cell phone. The clothes dryer, G.T. Sampson. Okay? The light bulb, Louis Lattimore. Now, Edison might have made it come on but it flashed on. So, But it was Louis Lattimore, Mr. Louis Lattimore, who put the filament and why your light bulbs stay on. Okay. The eye protectors, you know, I, I, I retired out the to plant too. Uh, you know, I'm from Exxon. And um, the eye protection we call safety glasses. P. Johnson, the fire escape, you know, if you live up north, I lived a while in Brooklyn, you know what a fire escape is with jw winners he he invented that the folding bed we used to call it rollaway bed lc bailey folding chairs we all have those around churches and everywhere else that braddy that bradley uh brady excuse me brady sherwood fountain pen wb purvis gas mask garrett morgan horseshoe j ricks typewriter Barig G. Marsham, traffic light, Garrett Morgan, Thermos, thermostat control, Frederick M. Jones, phone transmitter, transmit means how we talk what how I'm speaking right now, being transmitted. It was by Granville T. Wood, the street sweeper, clean your streets, Charles B. Charles B Brooks, the straightening call, Madam C.J. Walker, the stove, T.A. Carrington. The stetroscope that you check the heartbeat, M. Hotep, the spark plug, Edmund Berger, that your car run from. The riding saddle with the equestrials and all kind of riding and the races. That came by W.D. Davis. The refrigerator, not the, but the refrigerator, by James Standard the record player arm that makes the sound, Joseph Hunger Dixon, the pencil sharpener, J.L. Love. See, you don't know these. The Motor, Frederick M. Jones, the Lube Cup, and I'm not saying all, the Lube Cup, Elijah McCoy, the Alok, W.A. Martin, the Lawnmower, L.A. Burr. Dining Board, Sarah Bar. Sarah Boone. See so much improving sugar making, Norbert, Rito. It's it's and there's so many more things that African Americans did. But we don't they don't teach it to our kids in school. So when we never learn anything about ourselves, we have this inferiority complex that whites made everything and they don't teach white kids, so white kids will always keep this thing like they're more than other people. And don't go to the white churches and allow them to tell you that that uh, you was cursed to be black. That's nowhere in your Bible. But the place where it, what what it is, the only place in the Bible where a person was cursed to be black, I mean not black, but was cursed to be a color, and it it, it, it was cursed to be white, and it's in Second King, the fifth chapter, verse twenty-seven. I'm gonna tell you. It say about Naaman, the leprosy of Naaman will clean to you and your descendants forever. Talking about, talk Jehovah, and they say he went out from Elijah's presence, and his skin was was leper white, and he told him, and it was leper white, snow white, and the curse was that it would be on his children, his descendants forever. But there's no such thing as a, a, a curse on black people. Ham was never cursed. But now, what you would find, I, I would I would ask you to look up something else if you want to just just, just debate with a Caucasian about what color was was the uh, Hebrew people. Uh, ask them to look up what color, uh, excuse me, and not what color, but go to Zondervan Bible Dictionary. And I just asked the definition, not what color, but the definition of ham. And I want you to look at it, but I'm going to read you the definition before you read it.
0: And it says, the youngest
1: son of Noah, born probably about 96 years before the flood, and one of eight persons to lived through the flood, he became the progenitor of the dark race. Not of the Negroes, but the Ethiopians, the Egyptians, uh, the Libyans, and the Canaanites, and the Canaan. So now what this tell me, they say, but not, he's the, he's the progenitor of the dark race. But they tell you now, then they name Egypt, Ethiopia, okay. Libya, and Canaan. Canaan is the Holy Land, okay? Egypt is where the pyramids is. But they tell you the people were white, but right here, the same white folk teach you that, they have to tell you the truth, that the people were people of the dark race. But they say not of the Negroes, and guess what? The people that's in America today are the Negroes that they say that you didn't come from the progenitor of him. That makes that you shemite, that makes that you Hebrew. Why did you think Moses could pass For to be one Why you thought Moses could pass To be if they said That Egypt is of the dark This is the bible dictionary, That Egypt that, that Egypt was of a dark race Or uh, came from him And of the dark race The progenitor race of the dark race, race. He, said, he that said that Moses They thought Moses was the Egyptian They thought the apostle Paul even they even thought the Apostle Paul, and you can read the book of Acts, Acts, the 21st chapter and the 28th verse, the Romans told Paul they thought he was the Egyptian that started some kind of ride with about 4,000 men, went out in some area to, 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 to have them killed. Now, this all this is, is Bible. Now, when you, and when you're reading it, you need to really start paying attention and teach our children. Now, We've always been called Negro. now. I remember as a kid, we they call us colored people and Negroes. See, I'm sixty nine, and they would give us. But later on, we say I'm black and I'm proud. Then we come African Americans. Okay, but names have changed. But, but back then, they say we were were a Negro. But if you do your reading of your Bible and take your time, you'll find out the brother thought he was the Egyptian. Now they say the Egyptians are of the dark race. Now they say Joseph, Moses. they thought Moses one. Moses married an Ethiopian woman. Now she's a member of the dark race. Now you know what Moses' children is. They're a member of the dark race. They was already uh, of the dark race, but now they marry another dark. Black and black make black. Come on now, can I get an amen? I don't want to start preaching, but... That 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 comes out in me a little every now and then. I get a little happy, and I want to tell you the truth. You know how they say you should know the truth, and the truth should make you free. Well, it's important that we understand, and this is something else I want to tell us, tell you too. That did y'all really know the factor of this? Did you know when we go in celebrating this time of the year, when we go in and we start studying about things? Uh, dealing with that, do you know white people are no more than a mutation? You want to know why they're a different color from what we are? If they came from Africa, why they 're white now you 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 see uh you hear a lot of them talking about variants and mutations with the covid nineteen if a If a virus mutates uh, it changes in its structure. Of the cells of that virus, or the genes of that of that virus change a uh, uh, variant. It changed some. Now, when 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 most of your white folk left out of well, not white, they were dark skinned people that left out of Africa. They moved further away from the equator, and they moved, and they went through what you call a mutation or a variation. Now, all you have to do really to figure it out is to look up the definition of a mutation. Now, the definition of a mutation is a change of a structure of a gene resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generation. This was passed down. This was uh the, the variant change was passed down as they left and year after year they were away from Africa. It was passed down. And they say the subsequent the subsequent generation caused by alteration of a single base unit in the DNA or depletion. What is albino? Albino have no melanin. That's the same thing with, 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 with whites. They have no melanin. You find an albino black person, they do not have melanin. That's the same thing. I don't know why they don't call white folk albinos. I don't know why. A white catfish, albino catfish, a white tiger, albino tiger, a white lion, albino lion. All the, everything that's white is called albino, but the Caucasian race know that that means that you are a mutation or uh, you're a variant form of another a group of people, and that's from from people in Africa. Now, this is a single base unit of DNA or depletion or insertion or rearrangement of a large section of a gene. A mutation is ultimately the only now listen at this. It say a mutation is is ultimately the only way in which new variations enter into a species. We the human species. So how did we why we look different? Because of mutations. Now I wanna tell you something. All blacks don't have wide noses I have it uh I have some features uh, but if you go on the east parts of africa they have they have uh printed nose they have different type nose and if you go there and all Africans are not really real dark skinned people. Africans come in brown skin some dark if you go to Sudan, you have the darkest of dark people in Sudan. But I submit to you, you could take the blackest person in Africa and they could have an albino baby. It's because uh, you could get the the, the uh, two dominants could 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 come along and then you could have a, a, a one that's a understudy of that, which is a variant form of a human being. I'm not of a human. I'm not going to step down and, and do what some races have done to us and things and say and be low enough to say it that way but uh um, you they could you it could come up with some uh with a recessive gene you could make a, a white person and that means that they came from a recessive gene uh a gene that's that's a lower form so and with that uh and i don't want you to forget about this coming time, I have a lot more that I could say, but I'm going to end right there because I really wanted to address the things that's coming up right now. And the most important thing is to understand about some of the uh, nomenclatures and different other things about slavery, when it started, and uh when did uh the Civil War start, about where most of your slaves came from. I tried to address that from you in uh when did real where really, slavery was officially banned about uh, the importation by bringing in slaves on ship? It was really January first, eighteen o eight. But being me living in the South and Southern and other states, they continued to bring them in because we were a commodity to make America rich. When we go back and look at it, we need to teach our children: America couldn't be what America was without sugar, cotton, indigo, tobacco, rice, and other things like that. We produced so much of that for the world, and we've helped build the railroad. All this stuff that America enjoys today, our blood, sweat, and tears did the work. White people didn't really work hard. They watched over us work. And we did the work. So it's time that we teach our children and let our children listen to things like this because they you'll find out that when they research and find out what they really did do and that they never have to look down because and they could tell some of the Caucasian children or white kids, uh, why don't you read this and look and open their eyes that for some reason this white supremacist society of America and the lies that they've taught on the history of America, because I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna open it for questions. Uh, why history is not told the truth that they took uh, people off the streets, people that didn't have any money, nothing, like almost like like, like vagrants, people, people that was in jail, and sent them to America to help colonize America for Britain. Well, that's from came from Europe. Those who came over here with, they didn't have any, anything, and the Native Americans showed them, took them in, and helped them, not giving them their land, but tried to look out for them and help them out. And what they got in return, almost 70 million people died and took their land. But if you listen at it, the Native Americans were savages. The Africans that they brought on over and and put us in servitude, we were the savages. But the savages—the one that rape and kill and burn and lynch and and treat somebody inhumane—that's the savage. But the strip have the, they flip the script script on us, and they try to put a, paint us in that way because they write the books. And the true history was a bunch of savages came and took this country from the Native Americans and others who live here. So every country, the French, the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Dutch, the British, and others have colonized all over the world. When you look at it, it's only 850 million Caucasians in this whole world today. 850 million in a place where there's over 7 5 billion people. So they only make up white, uh, okay, only make up 11% of the world. But they go everywhere they go, they start war, they are a murdering race of people and that they try to run everything. So, uh, if you look at it in Africa by itself is 1.2 billion people that are not counting over 300 million more that's outside of Africa in America, Canada. Uh, Brazil, South America, uh, out in the um, Caribbean Sea, the Caribbeans in the Caribbean Sea. I said Canada, Mexico, and in Europe, about three, three, about three hundred million more. So uh, we outnumber them by so. Far, but we're just not war savage people. The people in China outnumber them, people in India outnumber them. Those people do have some melanin in their system. So, uh, it's time that the truth be told, but if they don't tell your children the truth, it's time that we stop our parting and let our children know the truth and raise them with knowledge and wisdom from on high and in the fear and admonition of almighty God. Amen. God bless you. Uh, if anyone have any questions, uh, I'm here to ask any questions that you may have. God bless you,
0: Dr. Kim. Thank you for such a powerful show and that informative uh, Juneteenth that's coming up. Uh, the phone lines are open for everyone. God bless you. Good evening. Welcome to Break Breaking Change. You're on the line with History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kim. Is there anyone who would like to talk tonight, you're on the line with Dr. Kim.
3: Oh, good evening, everybody. I had my phone on mute. I'm sorry about that. Brother Melvin out of Bracken Road. I appreciate, Pastor, at my age to know, to learn that much history about us and the origin of man, which was in Ethiopia, which is Africa. But what I'm looking at, Pastor, is the war. Whenever what was decided of state when the Yankees came down, on blue coats whatever you want to call it, they had an objective, and whatever the objective was that they had, I don't know, but I knew they were gonna fight the rebels. What was what determined that the rebels won the war, and what was the objective of the Yankees coming down?
1: I don't get that part. First of all, the rebels never won the war.
3: oh, I thought you
1: said they won, you know, okay, Mama they said. never won the war they never I never say that they won the war
2: okay. uh the
1: union the union soldiers won the war. Oh. slavery oh. in the United States had been abolished, and they said no more slave trade in eighteen o eight way back in eighteen o eight they abolished the slave trade but the southern the south wouldn't give it up because that's where their money was then okay it was three reasons i i brought those three reasons to you about the slave about that about that, the reason they wanted to say and they wanted to rule itself they said that um it was three the first one was that was that they did not want to deal with do away with slavery the second one was that they wanted to have states' rights, and that that, that right was for an evil thing, and that was to keep slaves. And they were going to pull away. See the,
0: uh,
1: the the states in the south were part of the United States. They wanna they wanted to get it, no longer be a part of America. <clears throat> they want because they didn't want them to have slaves. So. When slavery was officially banned in 1808, the official ban on importing bringing slaves in by the ship, and uh, and even from West Indies, they they wasn't going to bring them in. Well, the the South, the white people wasn't going to work. Just straight out, they wasn't going to work. So uh, President Abraham Lincoln came about and. Uh, he wanted to make it mandatory because it was by the United States of America that slavery should be abolished. So when they did not do that, they were against the United States government. These whites were actually doing a treason trying to overthrow the government. That's why that's why I wonder why people always talk about the South and the rebel flag. It's a treasonous flag. Now listen at this. The Civil War began at four thirty AM in the morning. The first shot was fired at Fort Something. In eighteen sixty one, they wanted to leave the Union the southern state really pulled away from the union anyway and in, in 1860 a year ahead of that and so uh we have to understand too man that, 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 that the income that that america was basing itself off was really off slavery in the south but now what you're talking about we're so blessed that the union soldiers won the war if not brother melvin we would be walking around, yassa, with some whips on your back, and still be, be dancing to to somebody else's music, with with listening at lie that they're better than you, uh, or coming in and taking black men wives and having children by them, and you could just stand by and have to allow it to happen, and things are, I, 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 it's it, it, it just horrible. You know, it, it, it's so horrible that – and I, I was wondering why you were saying that they won the war in the Blue Coats. You sound – to me, when you when you, when you you make those things about the Blue Coats, that's what those confederate white racists call them, Blue Coats. That's what white folk that, that, that didn't want the war in. The name that you call, that's the name they call them when you – that there were Union soldiers to to the blacks because they were there for to free them from um, the servitude of being a slave. Now all them didn't think all all those that fought on their side they wasn't roses too because uh, I don't know if anybody know uh, about the Devil's Punch Bowl. The Union soldiers when President Johnson pulled them out after the Civil War, he pulled them out. Union soldiers had In Natchez, Mississippi, down in a culvert, over 100 feet down low, right at the river, they made about 3,000, was it 3,000 or 20,000 free slaves go down and live down in there. They worked them and starved them to death, and their bodies are down there right now. Those who don't know, just Google it, uh, Mm -hmm. the Devil's Punch Bowl, Natchez, Mississippi. And it's horrifying that they don't write it in um, history books, just how low down and just what really happened to African Americans. God bless you. But remember that 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 don't call them Blue Coast Union soldiers. They fought on the on the side, and I'm so glad they won the war. And I want you to understand too. See, when you talk about the Civil War, you talk about some. You okay? Do you know between six hundred and twenty thousand people died at the, from 620,000 to from six hundred and twenty thousand to seven hundred and fifty thousand people died during the Civil War. They had more people died during the Civil War than died in World War Two from America that died in World War Two. It didn't have that many Americans that died in World War Two. But now what I think about this is God made white men fight against white men. The free black people. See, when God comes and steps in, then things have to happen. God stepped in and brought the Union soldiers down, about, the and they were fighting about the inhumane, the rape, the burnings, and the working you from sun up to sun down for nothing, the horror that we had to face, our ancestors had to face. But I thank God that they did take the things they took, because if they wouldn't have took these things, I wouldn't be
0: here today. Amen. 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 God bless you, Pastor Kemp. Is there any other questions out there for Pastor Kemp statements, comments, or anything. <laughs> All right, Pastor. Um There are no other questions. People are there, no other questions, no, sir. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, well, I appreciate those who tuned in tonight. And remember, train your children. Train your children. When you're living in a society, society is determined to low-rate you and to dehumanize you. You see, every time a kid or African-American person is gunned down or beat to death, the first thing they do is try to try to make this person not human. The person arrested for drugs this time—he—he he beat his wife. She was an ex prostitute. They go back and that—not the crime that this person was beat. That there, but uh, uh Trevor Martin, Trevor Martin—he had drug paraphernalia at school one day. This kid was killed by going home with with skittles and and a teeth. But they 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 bring him to try to make him this vicious man. Here is the guy, six foot, two hundred and sixty pounds. To talking about this kid turned around on him, Brown turned around on him, and he was scared for his life. Now he done shot the man in the back and in the top of the head, the young boy. But they they came in. They 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 vilified the kid. Everybody that do it, they try to even vilify uh, with George Floyd. So when we notice these things come, it's time for us to wake up. Please wake up. Please wake up. And please, when they have meetings on race, go out. Say something. You know, don't don't be complicit. Don't be saying, uh, if you don't show up, that means you're complicit. You comply. Amen. Heavenly Father, I, wanted, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in As always, it's it's truly a blessing just to have this opportunity To share with you guys things that I've studied And it's a blessing to have a, a, a man of God And a, a friend such as Reverend um, Rod, Reverend Williams Who is dedicated to learning his people And making sure that they're correctly equipped with the word of God one who try to answer different questions that people may have about God and how can we live better, how can we do better? These are the things that that he cover in Breaking Chain. So God have given him this pulpit, uh, this to do this, and and he's he laid on his heart, and he's a great man, and he's doing great things. And so I pray that you continue to tune in and, and to bag him up, uh, be 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 one of his. Be a bagger for them. Amen. Now, Heavenly Father, as we prepare to leave this station, Lord, let us never leave far from your presence. Father God, we ask that you would bless each and everyone who tuned in. Bless those who wanted to tune in and were not able to tune in today. Now, Lord, I ask a special blessing on this program, everyone who participates. Now, Lord, I ask that you look upon every race. Bless us. Learn us really what the gift of love is truly about. And, Lord, let us learn that by all this, by this, all men will know we are your disciples, that we have love for one another. And you told us, love one another, if you have loved us. So, Lord, we come, Lord, we need to learn to stand and love and faith in you. Lord, we thank you, Lord. And, Lord, all these racist things that's going through America right now and our children killing one another, Lord, we need, we pray for a stop to it. Or give us the wisdom and knowledge and the fortitude to go forth and stop these killings, Lord. We ask for your mercy upon us, Lord, that you have mercy. Now, Lord, I thank you, Lord. Thank you for your going out and your coming in. I thank you for protecting us from seen and unseen danger. Now, Lord, we ask all these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus and for His sake. And Lord, I want to say I love everybody, black, white, purple, or green. There's nothing that no one could ever make me hate you. I might I might just, Lord, I might just resent what a person do, but I hate no one. And Lord, I just thank you and praise you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And as we leave this station, we pray we never leave far from your presence. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest in the Bible with us henceforth and for forevermore. God, children say it. Amen, amen, amen. Much love, my brothers and
0: sisters. All right. God bless you, Pastor. Much love. We'll see you back here tomorrow evening, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, breaking chains on YAT Radio. Have yourself a good night, everybody. Peace. We are out of here. Good night.
2: Oh, my people, I love you. We're dying, they are lying. Hey. We're we being shot and hearted. Why you hating me? Uh-oh. I'm just trying to be the like I be, the greatest I can be. be. World with one another, living happily. living happily. But you hurting me. Yeah. You hurting me? Why don't yeah. yeah. work, Why Why work, work for peace? lying from Zion. And you're a queen That y'all gave us all new life But we need to learn to love each other Have a peaceful word to say Have a peaceful peaceful place for kids to run. I love you, my people, I love you, my people I love I'm you, my people, be I, I, I feel you pain, people I feel you pain,